Grab a drink and have a seat. It's time to chat with the hottest new artists and songwriters around. This is Backport Sippin' with Lindsay. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Back Porch Sippin'. Hope everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving. We are finally in my absolute favorite time of the year. That's right. If you know me, you know I go full out for Christmas. I start Christmas November 1st, sometimes even earlier. (laughs) I happen to be one of those people that loves everything to do with Christmas. And of course, Christmas can't be Christmas without giving. So be sure that you're following us on our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Back Porch Sippin' P-O-D. I am going to be posting some giveaways throughout the month of December and of course want you to be a part of that. Let's kick off our first episode of December with somebody who just released her cover of Last Christmas a couple weeks ago. Let's welcome to the show Chandler Stevens. Take me back to Florida and you've got this big crazy dream to chase music and you decide, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to move to Nashville. What did that look like for you? I never really, I guess, saw music as a career. Um, I've always loved it growing up. I mean, I sang in the church choir and things like that, but I never really saw it as a career. As I was getting older, I did, you know, talent shows in high school, but never really was like, oh, I'm going to do this as a, you know, as a thing. Like, I'm going to try this. So then fast forward to college, (laughs) my first year of college. And I was studying psychology because I'm from a really big family. So it just, it really interests me. I I did music a little bit there and I just kind of sat back and was like, I mean, I'm just not fully fulfilled doing this. Mm -hmm. And if I never try, then I'll look back and be like, why did I never do this? You know, why did I never give it a go? So I moved to Nashville and that was eight years ago now, maybe like a tiny bit more, but I just say eight. Cause it's like, it's been a long time now. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I just, uh, yeah, I just decided that I needed to go for it. What do you think's been the most challenging thing that you've kind of had to overcome from moving? You know, like you mentioned, you're from quite a big yeah. family. How many siblings do you have? I have 15 Brothers and sisters. Yeah. Goodness. How was that? I mean, that must've been really hard going from living with, you know, so many people to now you're out here, like States away doing it all by yourself. Definitely. It was a huge transition for me, which I didn't think it was going to be as much as it was. I was like, I'm going to love it. I'm going to be quiet all by myself. Like just what I've always wanted, like being in a house full of so many people, like you never get peace and quiet. Right. (laughs) And I did it. And I was like, man, I really miss, I miss all the chaos. I miss all the crazy. Um, it was very difficult. I can't, I flew home a lot. I don't know. There was something in me that was like, you just got to go for it, you know, because I just think about all the people who never go for their dreams, Mm -hmm. you know, and you look back and you're just sitting there like, not that you, you weren't fulfilled in your life. Cause I'm sure that you're like, I'm sure that people, you know, like that, like look back and they love what they did with their life. But it was like, there's always this thing inside you that what could have happened if I did this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I just, I had to go for it. It's been working out for you. So <laughs> <laughs> what was your first job? Oh, my first real job. I worked in my dad's office as a like filing cabinet person. It was oh, not fun. 
I had to do all the organizing of all the files. And that day I decided office job, not what I want to do. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> oh, looking back, glad that you didn't stick with that route. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so anybody else out of, you know, 15 siblings, anyone else do music? They don't do it um, as a career, but mm. they definitely dabble in it. I have a sister who sings and um, another sister who really like, they really love music. Nobody else is doing it as a career though. Yeah. Maybe they're just seeing like how, how this works out. Maybe they'll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, we'll just watch her first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it works out, then good news. We'll move to. <laughs> yeah. 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 So when you're in your feels. What's that one song you go to? Oh, that's a good <laughs> question. It's definitely Adele. I would say All I Ask is a really great, just cry it out song. Yeah, I'll go with that one. How do you feel about her new one she just released? I just recently list- listened to the whole album down. Yeah. And uh, the song... My Little Love. Have you heard that one? No, I haven't. Oh my goodness. Do I need to? (laughs) It's just, it's so personal. And she like puts little clips of her and her son because you know about her divorce and things like that. And she puts like clips of her and her son and just like being so honest and real about how she felt about how he was going to feel about things. And it's just like, it was, it was really, I mean, I was just like sitting there like, whoa like this is a really song but it was like I think it was really cool too because it's you really see what she was going through and how she felt and I think a lot of people um that have gone through the same things can really just feel that you know yeah I love a good heartbreak song (laughs) (laughs) when you're traveling and you pull over to a gas station what's your food you're grabbing or snack candy whatever item I will grab the puffy Cheetos, <laughs> <Love those. laughs> maybe a Red Bull, which I know they're awful. I shouldn't drink them, but it's like a road trip thing. I only do it on road trips. It's a road yeah. trip thing, you know, <laughs> but yeah, that's, I would say that's my go-to. Yeah. Uh, my answer is not any better. I grab literally Mountain Dew and Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds good. That's a good combination right there. It is, but it's, it. it's also bad. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's yeah, it's a gas station too. I mean, like you're just yeah. like you're like this is comfort food for the road trip. Like you know, we're not like trying yes. to go exactly. <laughs> Who was your first celebrity crush? Oh, my first celebrity crush. It was definitely somebody on Disney Channel because I watched that <laughs> all the time growing up. <laughs> um, let's just go with Zac Efron because I loved High School Musical. <laughs> And that's the one that I can remember the most. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was like, <laughs> I tortured my older brother <laughs> with that. I made him watch it all the time. Yeah. And then what's the other one? Uh, Camp Rock. Yes, Camp, Camp Rock. Rock. That's it. Yeah. Oh. With the yes. Jonas Brothers? Yes. Oh, that one too. Yep. <laughs> Love that one too. Made him watch it over and over yeah. and over. It was fantastic. <laughs> so if you're out at a bar, what's your go-to drink? Depends on what kind of night. I feel like I'm going for, but I love tequila. So anything with tequila or a gin and tonic. 
when you were in school, thinking back to that moment and how far you've come for only eight years, you've accomplished so much already. So what's probably like your highlight event that's happened so far? Uh, getting to write and do that duet with Kane was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a really nice guy. And it, it was it was right before he like hit it big. But it was really cool to be able to get to do that with him and get to know him and and put that out there. And that's one of my favorite songs that I have out. How did you pick Kane for that song? We were working with one of the same people at the time and he thought it would be really cool um, with his deep, his deep low country voice with my voice. He was like, oh, I think you guys would be really cool together. And uh, maybe we are going to get a right set up and you guys can, um, you know, see how it goes and see if you get anything out of it. And if you, if you like it, we can record it. And, uh, Loved the song. We wrote two songs and I loved both of them, but just we re- uh, recorded one and uh, released that one, Can't Stop Love. And yeah, it's been really, it's been really cool to have that out there. And I really like that song. So yeah, it's very exciting for everybody listening to this episode, you know, that they haven't had the chance to hear you. Now they're just hearing that you did a song, <laughs> you know, with yeah. Kane Brown. So now they're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I definitely have to look her up. Like what is happening? Yeah. How would you describe your sound? My sound is definitely more on the country side of things than the country pop. The new singles that I just put out that are possibly going to be an EP in the next, the next year, I would say like we use steel and just like the older um, country instruments that used to be used on everything that aren't really used um, much anymore. We used all those instruments and I just really love that sound. I mean, I really love the old country and like the roots country. I love the country pop stuff too. And, um, kind of leaning with my new stuff, like a mixed, more of a mixture, but I just really wanted to um, capture that sound of uh, the traditional country. Who were some of your influences, you know, when you were growing up, what kind of music did you listen to? I listened to tons of stuff all over the board. My mom loved eighties rock bands. My dad loved Motown. So I was (laughs) all over the place, (laughs) but uh, my mom also really liked Sheryl Crow. And uh, I would say she's one of my influences. Faith Hill, definitely. George Strait, loved him always. Yeah, I would say those are some of the main ones that have influenced my music. If you could do a duet, who would you pick? That is a hard question. I have like, I have so many like other, (laughs) I was like so many in my head. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, let me get out the notebook real quick. (laughs) Miranda Lambert. 100%. I know that you've been working on some new music, but you also just released your cover a couple weeks ago of Last Christmas, but it's actually not the first Christmas song that you have covered. So what made you choose Last Christmas now? I really wanted to put out a Christmas song this year, and I've always loved Last Christmas because it's a sad song, but it feels so happy when you're listening. (laughs) The music is so happy. And I just kind of love that about it. So I was like, this is the one that I want to cover. I want to cover the one that is, it's, it's a sad, it's sad lyrically, but it's happy musically. Cause it just, it just it puts you in your feels, but you still kind of feel a little bit, you know, yes. like, happy. like you're like, okay, like, I can, I can groove to this a little bit. So, <laughs> And then you're like, man, are you listening to the words? Yeah. <laughs> 
exactly. <laughs> there are some songs that do that. Like they're so upbeat and you're just yeah. like, what did they just say? <laughs> like sad. Like what? <laughs> well, I also, uh, along with the podcast, do two playlists. Um, so I do like just our, you know, everyday back porch sip and playlist. And I update yeah. it every Friday, basically just to, you know, get people's music out there that aren't on the radio yet or whatever, just to help them get their music. Um, but I am also obsessed with Christmas. So I do a Christmas playlist as well. And of course we've got your version of last Christmas on there. Oh, thank you for you and your family. Are you like an early Christmas person or like has to be after Thanksgiving? I personally would be a week before Thanksgiving. I probably would start putting some stuff up. Mm -hmm. We get a real tree every year. We make it like a whole thing. So probably the later we get the tree, the better, right? I would definitely do it the week before Thanksgiving, but my husband is strictly like, no, do not skip (laughs) holidays. Thanksgiving, we have to have Thanksgiving and then we can do Christmas. So we do it like that. But (laughs) yeah. What's probably your favorite Christmas tradition that you and your family have? Is it probably going and getting the tree or do you guys do something else real fun? I would say going and getting the tree. And then um, every year we've on Christmas day, we make, after we open the presents and everything, we make uh, sausage and gravy biscuits mm. and we watch a Christmas story. We have it playing like the, you know, while we're watching it and stuff. And it's every year we do it. It's a tradition that we've made now. And I, I love it. Oh, that. yeah. That's <laughs> nice. I keep telling myself, like, obviously you can see my tree. It's definitely not, <laughs> not real. <laughs> but when I moved here, it's like a lot of people go out and get one. Yeah. And I'm like, well, shoot, man, maybe I should try that. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun. I've never had a real tree growing up. My parents always did artificial trees. Husband's family always did real trees. After we got married, before we had um, our daughter, we did artificial trees because it was just easier. Right. But now, since we have her, it's like a whole thing. You know, we all go, we pick out the tree together, you Aww. know, the thing. So it's fun. Yeah. yeah. And how old is she? She is, oh, she just turned five. So yeah, I bet she loves all the things Christmas. She is, she's been, for the past three years, she's been fully into it. But I feel like this year, she's just like, she's loves it. I mean, she loves everything about it. But she also, every day she's like, is it Christmas day yet? (laughs) No, not yet. Like we have a little while till it. She's like, man, I wish it just, I wish it was Christmas day. It so it takes such a long time. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But I'm like, you know, but then if Christmas comes, then it's over the next day. So yeah. it's going to take a little bit of time, you know? <laughs> You're like, it takes, I don't know. It's crazy. Like a whole year. Yeah. Who would have thought? Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Kids, like the stuff they say and come up with, it's just top notch. Like, <laughs> So how do you kind of balance your music with your other obligations? You know, of course, being a mother and being a wife, like that, that's a lot to juggle, you know, something where you're not necessarily home a lot. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's definitely a lot. Um, But I have a lot of people who help me. Um, My husband helps me a ton Um, and his parents live here now and they help me a ton. Oh, that's I nice. mean, you have to, if you want to do multiple things like that, if you want to have a career and, you know, have a family, like 
it takes a village. It takes a bunch of people picking up slack or they have to pick up slack, you know, doing all the, like it's, it takes a lot of people, but yeah, I'm very, uh, I'm very blessed to have a lot of people around me that help me a ton. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you meet him here or did he like move with you? I met him in Florida. We're both actually from Florida. We got married and then he moved. I moved here before I met him. When I went back for a wedding, I met him and (laughs) then, uh, we got married and he moved here. So (laughs) (laughs) well, that's nice. Yeah. So, um, since all of you guys are from Florida, how do you deal with this weather here in Tennessee? (laughs) Um, I like having seasons because I never had that in Florida, Mm -hmm. but I am good for like a little bit of time. Like September is great being cold. And then January, like beginning, I'm like, okay, that's fine. But end of January, February, March, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, <laughs> let's get back to some warmer weather here. It'd be wonderful to have some warmer weather. It gets yes. like tedious to me, but I, you know, I, I mean, I like warm weather. My husband's complete opposite, even though he grew up in Florida. He's like, bring on the 20 degree weather, <laughs> negative 19, like, yes. And I'm like, no, please. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Being in this industry as a female, you're faced with a whole lot of different obstacles that not everybody is hit with. So what do you think the best piece of advice you've gotten so far has been? I remember, I think when all the tomato stuff was happening. Um, if you remember like the radio, I can't remember who it was, but somebody at radio said the women are the tomatoes of the salad and the men are the lettuce. And, mm-hmm. you know, we don't play the tomatoes a lot because tomatoes are, you know, accents. We don't really, you know, by that, you know, we, we don't really need them as much as, you know, the lettuce, you need the lettuce to have a salad. So <laughs> I think Kelsey Ballerini came out maybe a couple of months after that happened. And she said, I just keep going and do what I, you know, have to do and like work really hard at it and pretend like there's no obstacles in my way. And I thought that was really cool because if you're constantly thinking like, okay, it's, it's harder for me. It's harder for me. It's harder for me. You're going to make it feel like it's harder for you, you know? And I feel like if, you just keep working as hard as you can and keep doing what you doing, doing the music that you love and trying to get people to hear it and just working at it, you know, and just pretending like, Hey, that doesn't exist. Like I'm going to do this. And I think that positive reinforcement in your mind really helps just to get past all those, all those obstacles. Well, before we wrap it up, I've of course got to know, you know, we're about to hit a new year. So what does 2022 kind of look like for you? What are you hoping happens? I think that there's going to be some cool things. There's some cool things in the works right now. Some, uh, a duet possibly coming out in January that I'm working on. Um, probably cause I mentioned it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, some, some more singles, probably going to wrap it up into this nice little EP bow here. So you can put all the songs in one place and, uh, some pretty cool shows that I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. So I think it 2022, here we go. <laughs> yeah. That's some um, open <laughs> yeah. past few years have just been crazy. And we were, I was talking to somebody and they were like, yeah, in 2022. And I'm like, yeah. Like, it's gonna be 2022. I'm like, I just said it. And I'm like, it's just like, it 
it's crazy to me. I feel like the past two years are just like, what? Like, did they, did they, they happened? Okay. Yes. All right. We're in 2022 now. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy. It is so, oh, so yes. crazy. Well, Taylor, it has been a pleasure getting to chat with you for a little <laughs> bit. I am very excited to see what happens for 2022. I feel like this is going to be the year. So <laughs> let's go. Um, I can't wait to have you back on and, and hear how that year went for you. And it's going to be exciting. So thanks for hopping on. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Back Porch Sipping with Lindsay. Subscribe now to stay up to date and hear new episodes first. Be sure to like and follow us at Back Porch Sipping POD.